Hi, I'm Lauren Powers, and this is your Power Hour. Powerful conversation, powerful tips and strategies on how to become healthy, wealthy, and debt-free. This is your Power Hour with your host, Lauren Powers. Today was 4th of July. We were celebrating our freedom, folks. I'm proud to be an American. You should see my outfits. I think it, we have some photos of it for the few years ago. I'm, I represent USA, so I have a ton of red, white, and blue in my wardrobe. So I just throw on whatever's in there. It looked like a flag exploded on me yesterday. <laughs> but we had such a good time. You know, I started off, it was so great. As you know, I'm the faith and fitness queen and I always put faith first. So I actually went to my church. We was we just opened up at our brand new location. It's called Oceans Church. It was on Big Parkway and it was just fabulous. We're still in the tents while the building's being reconstructed, but it was so great to worship God with all like-minded people. It was so uplifting. It was the 4th of July. People got baptized. I mean, it was just absolutely amazing. That's how I started my Independence Day. Just, just amazing. Then I got to go down to the boat. We went out and saw fireworks underneath the, the big barge under on the water. I mean, it just, just fabulous. It's just really great to be around such amazing, amazing people. Had an amazing time. I hope you did too. But now today is a special day. Again, we are back live, the Power Hour. Super happy to be here. If you guys are watching, please live. Let me know where you're from, who you are, what's going on. How was your 4th of July? Let's just share and bring it back in. We're in the middle of summer. I can't even believe it. Where is this year gone already, right? But I hope everybody's doing fabulous. I hope you guys are staying fierce. But today, you guys, if you catch the replay, don't want to miss this. But if you are live, let me see who we've got here. Excited for today's show. Yes, Sativa's there. Thank you for tuning in. It's been crazy, crazy. But listen, today we have a friend of mine. I ran into her actually when I was speaking at a Women's Empowerment Summit, I don't know, like four weeks ago, something like that, maybe a month ago, if, if that. I don't even remember. We'll talk about it. <laughs> we went in the bathroom and she's like, hey, hey, she's I'm like trying to get dressed. I'm going live on stage. It's a little crazy. She had to be my wardrobe person. And now she's my special guest. So you never know who you're going to meet in the women's bathroom is the point. <laughs> you could end up on my red carpet, you see. <laughs> Anyways, you guys, her name is Tanya Brown. We've met prior before that, but she's amazing. If you guys don't know who she is, she's actually the sister of Nicole Brown Simpson. So we're going to dive deep into some questions. We're here live, so the audience, you guys can ask us questions if you want to know. She's going to be um, talking about her book on in my power seat in just a few moments. But let's bring her. Actually, you know what? Let's just bring her up live. Welcome to the stage, Yay! my red carpet, Tanya Brown. <laughs> Very excited to be here. I know, right? It's so fun. Coach Millie greeted you at the door. Hi, Millie. Hi, Millie. <laughs> the diva's on the stage. Yeah, so great. Thanks for coming today. I know we, we had to you know, reschedule you a few times because I got booked on some other things and got a little busy myself. But All good. Production is good. Production is good. And you like this production, I right? I love this. <laughs> oh, my God, it's amazing. And this fun. Everybody needs to see this. Right? This is what happens during COVID, right? You get creative. Right? I think we're going to talk about that, right? Yes. One of your topics, life after COVID. Life after COVID. I, I had it, and I thrived, and I survived, and I think oh, you got it. I had it for two and a half months. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Oh, yeah, last year. So I'll be talking about like depression, what I went through actually after COVID. During COVID, I was so sick, I just wanted to sleep. But we'll be talking a lot about that. I'm what? excited to share it. Yes, when I get her in the hot seat. All right, you guys, so we're going to do that. I just want to welcome her to the power seat. If you guys aren't here, please tell us, give us some thumbs up and maybe some heart. 
with your questions ready because she is here yes. live and i appreciate that yeah, this so is excited. what girls do we lift each other up yep. right That's yes right. yes right. you were so supportive when i was speaking <laughs> and when i came off stage she gives me a big hug she fixed my wardrobe before i went on she, she had my back we and, have legs we need to pull down our pants yeah right? pant legs. yeah it was so <laughs> awesome and that white business suit you guys saw on some of my stuff, I, I spoke at that and it was, that suit was made for me in India. It's so gorgeous and that purple top, it was just stunning. Right, yes, thanks. I know she was sharing the promoter baby wear. She's like, do not wear your fitness clothes, Lauren. You gotta look business. And I'm like, yes, ma'am. You do what the promoters say when you're on their <laughs> stage. Hint, hint if you're a speaker out there. Exactly. And it was yes. fabulous and I got to connect with you and here we are. So without further ado, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna jump into the power seat Get your questions ready for Miss Tanya because she's in the house on the Power Hour Live. Okay, and please, please ask questions because I'm here for you guys, okay? So we're not in this thing called life alone. I'm really an open book. So let's make this happen. Let's make it good. Awesome. Literally, we don't even know what we're going to talk about. No, not at all. We're very organic, authentic. And I think that the more the more structured you are, the more contrived it is. So right? I'm just going to fly with it. Well, people know if they're on the power hour, there's never pre, you know, questions, yeah. no scripts, nothing going on. And this is how I roll. I always speak from the heart. And I find it's like you said, organic is a great word for that. Being yeah. transparent, authentic, That's it. speaking from the heart and just flowing, you know, for the, the people that want to know what's, you know, what's going on and how we right. can serve you. So we're all here to serve. serve. She's a woman of faith as well. Yeah. That's why we connected immediately. Right? I went to church yesterday too. Yes, you know, praise it was, Jesus. It was awesome. Praise Jesus. You right. Know? I mean, we all we all need faith, man. You can't get through life alone. Especially what you've been through in oh. your family and all of that. We'll, yeah. we'll go into that. We'll go into it. Yeah. All right, you guys. We'll see you just in a second. Quick break. Have I got a gift for you? Ladies, ladies, please, please, if you are ready to make 2021 your breakthrough year, especially in your health and fitness, you've got to jump on a call with me. It is what? It's free. It's free for you. If you're listening to this right now, it's a $500 value. I give you 30 minutes of my time where I want to find out where you are, especially in your health. All right. I'm here to make health a habit and have your body breakthrough. I've got challenges and all kinds of stuff that's included, but get get on the call with me so you can personally, we can dive deep on where you are now and really find out where you want to be, kind of get rid of some of those limiting beliefs and you can realize that you deserve this. You are enough. It's your time. Okay, let's put yourself first, God first, and then you, right? Let's prioritize this. Let's do it together. You have me. I've gotten results for women all over the world and it's now it's time to get results for you. To get scheduled for your call with me, that is free. Go to my website, please, laurenpowers.com. It's right there on the front page. Just fill it in and it will book you and I give you 30 minutes of my undivided time and go deep with you. So let's do this together. Be strong, be fierce, and be you. Boom. You know what, Lauren, first of all, before we even get going, I'm so proud of you that you were so open about the about your sobriety. I mean, I work in the world of mental health and addiction, and okay. very few people aren't aren't open to like sharing their stories, you know, of mental health, addiction, and you know, and I love the fact that you say, Hey, I was a party girl and you know, you had fun, life. you had a great life, and but you it made, came to an end. It had to come to an end because you want to be who you are today because Correct. of that. That's so right. I just want to say because there's so many people out there struggling with this, um, and it, any at any age. I mean, 12 years old. I had to bury a 14 year old not too long ago. Mm. So thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, I'll take yeah, uh, for sure, for sure. Well, Thanks like courage. it does. But I, I, if I had held on to my experience in my life. 
it would be selfish. And so I think sharing my message is to empower other. That's my new name, Lauren Empowers. Remember? Oh, I, yes. I announced it. There it is. It, yeah, you guys are seeing it. For Lauren Empowers. You're seeing it for the first time, Lauren Empowers. That's well, because that's my other name, you know, McDonald's. So oh. the M from McDonald's. So it makes sense. But if you say it all together, Lauren, Lauren Empowers. Empowers. Yeah. <laughs> You're so creative. I love it. <laughs> and the world goes crazy. No, but I it's think so it's, it, it, I, I am here to empower other people and through my message and some things aren't so pretty. You know, we all have a message and they yeah. say, you know, your mess becomes your message. Absolutely. And so many speakers and, you know, all those women that were at the event that you and I were together, yeah. they all had some pretty crazy, crazy messages stories, yeah. and stories. And, but then that becomes Who you your are. story to share. And it's, if you didn't do anything about it, then it then it stays a mess. Absolutely. But when I think you work on yourself, you do the work, you get coaches, you go to therapy, whatever it may be, to and better and empower yourself yeah. and better your life, it really is the key. Absolutely. And there is help out there, you guys. So whatever whatever it is, it doesn't matter whether you know eating, gambling, oh. sex, drugs, alcohol, I, rock and roll. <laughs> right, rock and roll. And I was just telling Lauren, I was just telling you that, you know, back in 1989, and we'll, t we'll, we'll talk about my story over the hour, but in 1989, I lost my best friend. She was killed in the hit and run accident in Laguna uh, oh, and wow. on West Street. No That's way. why there's the light there. And oh, uh, because of that, yeah, because of that, I used to go to the beach right there, right? Yeah, exactly, oh, it's a great God, beach, yeah. She was crossing the street, and um, oh, and it was a hit and run, and it was just but from that point on, like, I, I hit my clinical depression and I became an overeater. I basically hid my my paraphernalia was like food boxes and wrappers, yours was like booze and whatever it is that you use, your bottles, you hide, you hide stuff, right? So, well, I didn't, I, right? I didn't, I didn't hide, hide stuff. <laughs> You did, I but I understand the concept, right? Exactly. So, anyways, yeah. You don't want to come come clean with what's going. Oh, on I was, you. I, I was, I was hitting rock bottom with with her death because I lied to her the night before she died. Oh, yeah. So I basically had to wash the dog that I didn't have. Yeah. Instead of just saying no, I don't want to go out or whatever, I was like, no, I made up some excuse, so I had horrible, horrible guilt. That's guilt and shame. Oh, yeah, it was which, awful. which a lot of people have that. Yeah. You know, we all, we all do that as common things, but it's how we deal with it yeah. to get to the other side. Exactly. And I think that's why you're sitting here and why I'm sitting here is to let people and our viewers and let them know that there is hope and there are ways to get through these things. You have to acknowledge it mm -hmm. and step through and do the work and then come out on the other side and then help other people. Exactly. Like you're doing today. You're right. opening up, you're sharing transparently. Very much. <laughs> I don't yeah. even know your story. I just know I love you already. You're my sister. <laughs> you're on my power seat couch. I love it. But Thank that's you. how we roll. But it's important. And I think that, you know, that's what the power hour is all about is to, to let women, especially just be comfortable enough to be vulnerable and share mm -hmm. and serve. You know what I mean? We're here to not, this is not a bragging. It's seat. not about us. No, yeah. it has nothing to do with us. And I, that was my big breakthrough. When I went to leadership and all these things. When I was doing my own work, I had to realize because of my, from fitness, it's mm -hmm. all about you, like what you eat, how much you sleep, right. your, you know, the diet, the training, all you do is eat, sleep and train. And you repeat it again, <laughs> you know, you get on stage and you do it. It's just crazy, but it's all self absorbed type yeah. of work. But once I realized that it's not about me, I've already been there, done that. Now it's about how I can take my experience and, and exactly. serve others. Exactly. And that was a huge breakthrough huge for me. Because I'm, you know, I'm an only child. Everything was all about me. <laughs> I had the show that says it's all about me. Been there, done that. I, you know, that, me, 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 me. 
But once I realize it's not, it's not about me. Yeah. I think my whole thing and putting faith first and all these things that I have gone through, it's exciting because yeah. it's actually, it is a journey. It's a process. You stay in the step you're in and you just take life step by step. And, and it doesn't have to be so overwhelming and you don't have to stay in depression. You don't have to stay in, in eating right? disorders. You don't have exactly. to stay, you know, drinking alcohol and mind altering substances. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do that. Yeah. But you have to choose. And this is, you That's know, it. you, you have, have to choose. choose and make a decision and make a yeah. commitment and follow through and take action to get to the other side of whatever it is you're going through. Yeah. And, and we're not, you're not, not alone. alone. That's, yes, we're together. That's, not the, that's the thing. Nobody's alone in this thing called life, you know? That's and, right. and that's why we're here because we're here to empower to, I even like the word encourage, like we're Absolutely. encouraging you. That takes courage. To, yeah, it does take courage, to right? Encourage. To encourage. <laughs> so just, we want to encourage you to find that courage within yourself mm -hmm. to say, wow, you know what? I am challenged with, yeah, you are worth it and you are worth it. And just, for you to kind of sit back, reflect, you know, our minds are so busy all the time. And when, <laughs> right, we've got that little hamster in our head that never stops for some people. Right. So it's so critical just to, you know, take time to meditate, take time to read devotionals, mm. just slow down your brain because and breathe. breathe. <sighs> because if you don't, that's when you start spiraling into, you know, depression, anxiety, you know, addiction, whatever that is but you don't understand what you're going through. You can't see it if your brain is so busy. Correct. So if you feel it, our, our behaviors are like, are things that are happening to us in our life, right? So whether it's, you know, after the, you know, I was grieving my mom, so I fell into huge depression and mm. I had to go on a grief retreat because I just needed to get out. Of, I needed to dodge OC, the OC and my sisters to tell you the truth. I just needed to disengage from life. But had I not like sat back and go, wow, you know what? If I don't, if I don't grab hold of this right now, I don't know where I'll go because I have battled with addiction, with food addiction. I weighed 200 pounds after when my friend Harissa died. You did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. That I ate, could happen. I ate myself pretty much to death. And then one day my mom cleaned under my bed and she was like, uh oh, oh my God. What was your thing? <laughs> it was like, Snickers oh my God. Was it was like, thing? just everything. It was like McDonald's, oh. granola bars. I mean, I went on a, um, I won't mention the name, but I went on some like diet fad and I, I, I like ate, my, ate all the product within like two days. <laughs> I was well. like, well, obviously that didn't work, right? But I'm not going to mention the name of the program, okay. but it would work if you, you know, take it as prescribed. Well, right. <laughs> Follow directions. <laughs> exactly. That's another story. Follow directions. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I'd love to take people through through my story and and yeah, where I've let's... come from. And so, you know, again, and if you have any questions, I'm here. I'm here to answer. But I want to share the story so you understand that I'm so much more than Nicole's sister. And so many times, people have asked me, um, you know, have you were you depressed because of lose, losing Nicole? And I'm like, no, it was a combination of unresolved stuff that mm. caught up with me. So, um, yeah, can I? Yes. Yes. Let's okay. dive in. Okay. We're you gonna, guys ready? We're going to dive in. We're going to go deep, baby. We're going we're go to go really we, obviously deep. Obviously, we don't hold back anything. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> so born and raised here in, in Orange County in Dana Point, moved here when I was three years old. And I was the baby or I am the baby of four girls. So Denise, Nicole, Dominique, and then myself. And then here I am 
and following the, the footsteps of all these magnificent sisters, right? I mean, Denise was on the cover of Cosmopolitan. Nicole oh, wow. was, you know, and they're all like, all my sisters are gorgeous. So Nicole, you know, we know about her, right? Rich and famous and well, not famous, but you know, now she is. And then, uh, and then Dominique, valedictorian at Dana Hill. So it's like, and then I had to go through Dana Hills following the footsteps of all these sisters. That's a, yeah, that's a, a lot of pressure. Yeah. Pressure to step into. And the reason why I'm smiling is because so many of my teachers, they were like, Oh, you're a Brown. You're, you're a Brown. Oh, I had your sister for, you know, math or psychology. And I was like, Oh my God, I kind of lost my identity. Okay. I and see I, where that would I was never Tanya. I was wow. always somebody's sister. Okay. But uh, everything, it, yeah, but everything in hindsight, I didn't understand how much it was going to affect me. So how could it not? If you think about it right now, now on this side of it. Yeah. And it back. explains so much. It explains so much. Uh, but back in the eighties, that's kind of when my, that's kind of when, when all the tragedies and the traumas happened. So back in the eighties, we didn't have mothers against drunk driving. We didn't have, the awareness that we have today with, you know, we have social media. Exactly. Right. <laughs> you have pagers, right? We have, we have pagers, <laughs> beepers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we didn't, we didn't have the awareness that you, of the things that we're talking about right. today and because it was a stigma or we didn't know much about it. And, you know, nobody talked about it. Nobody talked about it because right. it wasn't really an issue right at the time. So in, during high school, I had a very six friends of mine. From six. six. So, and, and I want to kind of explain that That's where, crazy. yeah, it, it was everybody, since I was pretty much like raised here since I was three years old, which is not a bad place. Yeah. Not, a bad, point not, a, bad, yeah, not a bad place. Yeah. I grew up in the Monarch, best fireworks show ever, ever was data point barge right? last night. Yes. I grew up in Monarch Bay. I grew up on oh, the beach. I, mean, yeah, I, I was not. just, a, I was just a beach girl. Right. It was simple, simple family. Um, and everybody always thinks we're like this Kardashian family. I'm like, oh my God, if you don't like sand in your bathtub, wetsuits in your bathtub, you don't like Slippers. dogs and don't feel comfortable putting your don't feet on the over. couch, don't, don't come over. I mean, that's how, that's how my that. family was and is. And, uh, and so what ended up happening in the 80s, uh, you know, like I said, I, I had a very six friends of mine. And these are these were friends who, since I was born and raised here, these were kids that I went to like kindergarten with elementary, junior high, high school. So these weren't like new students coming in as right. we see today. Like almost part of your life. They were part of my life. And so, but back then we didn't have, you know, grief responders. We didn't have the counselors that the we have today. That, right. Yeah. It was more like, where do you want to go to college after Dana Hills? And I'm like, Salt Creek. <laughs> Right. Saddlebag. I don't even know if I want to go to college. Right. Right. At the time, you know, just a simple, simple beach girl. So, again, we didn't have the therapy. We didn't have somebody to talk to. The teachers, you know, didn't really know how, you know, again, to now, with this. now we know. It's a thing now. Right. Yes. It's a thing. And so what did I do? I stuffed, I stuffed, I stuffed, mm. and I didn't feel, I didn't feel my pain. I didn't feel my emotions. And I was raised by World War II parents. Oh, so, wow. it, you know, the generation who doesn't talk about things, yeah, you just, pick yourself up by the bootstraps and carry on. Keep going. That's right. Get a job at Starbucks, whatever. <laughs> just don't, don't feel. My parents never told me not to feel. It was just the way that they knew how to cope. Sure. So it was the kinda, best they can. Yeah. So I was right. following by example. And uh, so 
fast forward two years after high school, like I said, my friend Harissa um, was killed in a hit and run accident in Laguna. That was eight. That was in eighty nine, and that's when my clinical depression came in. And I didn't know what depression was, even though I was going to school to be a therapist. I didn't know it. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> I was like, hmm, maybe therapists should go to therapy too. But I, something to be said about that. Right? Right. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, I you actually, think about shoes, right? right? Exactly. So I'm like, okay, I just kind of plowed through. And, uh, and so, but that's in everything in hindsight. Now I have my master's in counseling psychology. So now I know what clinical depression looked like. And that's when you were educated. I was educated. If you don't know, you don't know. Exactly. I I didn't know. So this is a really important message that I want to share with you. Yes. Wherever you go, there you are. So I say that all the time, right? Wherever you go, there you are. So here I am. I'm at a, I'm a student. I decided to go to Orange Coast College. Okay. I'm a student there. there I love it. I loved it. I hated Saddleback because of the hills. I didn't like walking up the hills. (laughs) I'm lazy. I was lazy. So, uh, so uh, I decided after Orange Coast, I I got accepted to UCI and UCSD and I chose San Diego. Okay. But like I said, wherever you go, there you are. Right. (laughs) So when Harissa died, I would like what I was saying, I would hide my, my food underneath the table in coat pockets. I would litter. I would have like three breakfasts if somebody wanted to ask me for lunch. And even though I already had two lunches, I'd go again. I mean, it was just, it, it, I, became, it became a real issue. Yeah, wow. I was never, never diagnosed with an overeating disorder. But, you know, again, with my education, I'm like, this is what well, it duh, is. This is what it is, right? Right, right. Wow. And, yeah. And I mean, it got so bad. I even asked the toll booth lady when we had the toll booth people. Yeah. I was like, will you throw away my trash? Because I was going to Carmelo's in in Corona del Mar. Yes, I know. And I didn't want the valet to see all my McDonald's. Wrappers in your car. <laughs> but she said. Hey, she, you do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. So fast forward, I went to UCSD and I was sitting in a class. Um, at this time, I kind of, I was working in a restaurant, but I, at this time I kind of got everything under control because I was, you know, studying. I was working at the, at the racetrack as well as a pizza joint and then going to school. Wow. Yeah. And I, and if you have kids who are, are ready to be college bound, this is really important. Equip them with coping skills because I went in with absolutely none. And here I'm thinking, okay, I can do this. I can work two full-time jobs. I can go to UCSD, which is like a brainiac school, which later I left because I figured I'm not a brainiac. Put that together. (laughs) put it together. Um, but equip them with coping skills, strategies on, you know, self-care, managing, mm-hmm. how to manage their mental health. You know, because again, I didn't know what I know now. I'm, I'm sharing this with all of you, you know, for the, for many years now, sharing everything that I learned now in hindsight. Right. So, you know, talk to them about mental health, talk to them about self-care because nobody taught me that. They don't. They don't teach you about money either. Nothing. Like the real world. That's what I really needed. <laughs> That's a whole other topic. That's what I really needed. They give you uh, credit cards and go. And then go. Yes, yeah. exactly. And that was another thing on college campuses. They give you MBNA and it's like, here's a $10,000 limit. I'm a college kid, right? Sharon Lecter shared, remember? Yes. She changed the laws about that. Exactly. Like they're not allowed to give kids. They're not a, the credit cards. Yeah. Because the parents freak out. <laughs> right? And then the students get anxiety. So what ended up happening when I really realized that 
okay, something needs to change, change. right? I need to take action, just like what you were saying. Mm -hmm. Make a decision. Make a decision. And, but I couldn't until I kind of hit a rock bottom mentally. Uh, first of all, I fainted my first day at UCSD. I was in the doctor's yes. office the first thing all day. Welcome to college. And, and I said to my mom, she goes, so how was your first day of college? And I said, mom, I was in the doctor's office all day. Oh, you poor thing. And, I, and she goes, why? And because I was so overwhelmed. With anxiety. Anxiety. Oh. I was in this big class of like 400 people. I had to grow up. I had my first apartment for the first time. I had roommates, yes. But I was like, that's why I'm saying equip your kids. Prepare with, them. It, prepare them. Yeah, because... You know, I, I didn't. I just picked up and left. You know, my mom didn't even know I left for college because I was like, I'm <laughs> out of here. <laughs> I was one of those kids. And uh, and so anyway, I was sitting in a class and this is really, really poignant because I actually wanted to track this professor down and the family that I'm about to share Okay. when I wrote my book, but I couldn't find anybody. So uh, I was sitting in a class, the 400 person class, uh -huh. and there was a- Which it, came to. Right, exactly, <laughs> I came to. And I uh, there was a mom and a dad uh, sitting in front, giving a lecture with a whiteboard behind, you know, behind them with a picture of their daughter. And it, the, the daughter was just like, I mean, I related to her. Like she just, she was happy. She had a huge smile on her face. She, she was just vibrant, you know, vibrant. They're sharing this story of this girl. And I just totally related to her. And they were sharing a story how she jumped off the Coronado Bridge. Uh, and, I just drove over, over that yeah. two days ago. And so every We were time, wave running underneath. Woo. We did. And Lisa said, she goes, this is people jump yeah. off this. I'm like, you're kidding me. No. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah, People really jump off that bridge, and that entertained my thought, my brain for like, yourself, for myself to jump off the bridge many times. Are you serious? Many times because is that in the book? Yes, okay, because wow. I was taking I was taking all that unresolved grief from my friends that I lost. Okay, and also you know just following in the shadows of my sisters, and then of course losing Nicole. I, I'll get to that, and then another friend. I mean, it was like all this unresolved stuff. But yeah, it entertained my my brain like many times. And, you know, so wow. I knew after listening to this family, I was like, holy cow, like this is real. Like people do this. And yeah. I think it was like psychology. It was like a so it was like a suicide class or something like that, like suicide 101, not a how-to class. Yeah. <laughs> but it was more like educating everybody on the on like the dynamic of suicide. Wow, this is huge, this, you guys. Yeah, this is really big. And so I knew at that very moment that, oh my gosh, maybe this school isn't for me. You know, what's what's going on? Like, I, maybe I need to, you know, get out of here and do some do, work. Yeah, do some work or change universities or whatever. The UC system's just not for me. And um, And so it was Christmas Eve. I'm sitting in my condo. My roommates are gone. I'm in Carmel Valley and uh, in San Diego County. And I want to picture, I want, I want to paint this picture for all of you. It's, you know, my curtains are drawn. I have a glass of wine in my hand. I'm like 21 at the time, 22. And the curtains are drawn. I'm watching Casablanca. Okay. <laughs> I'm a kid watching Casablanca with a glass of wine on Christmas Eve. Does, By is, yourself. That, is that healthy? I no. don't think so. <laughs> it's not healthy for anyone. I don't know, by yourself, by myself, mm. by myself. And I went, 
uh, you know, I was depressed. I was like, I knew I had to make a decision. And I kept saying, gosh, I worked so hard. Why is this happening to me? Why am I feeling like this? You know, that, that negative self-talk. And then the phone rang and it was Nicole. Mm. And, and I'll never forget this. And she said, Dita said, Dita is my mom or was my, is my mom. She passed in November. And Nicole said this, she goes, Dita's telling me you're having a really hard time, you know, in San Diego. And I said, Nick, I'm having such a hard time. Like I'm depressed. I can't do this school. I don't know. Uh It's like all this stuff started going through my brain. I was so, I was so disappointed, almost like disappointed in myself that I couldn't do it. Mm. And, but Everything like afterwards, I was like, no, I'm really proud that I made the decision because to leave. And I'll sh- let me finish this one story. Okay. But she said this to me. She goes, sometimes we don't need to understand everything. Right. That's right. So I'm going to share this quote with you. She said, I want you to write this down. And I was like, OK. And she goes, no, I'm not going to share it with you until you get a piece of paper and a pen and write this down. What do you want them to write it down? To? Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Renee just said, Tanya, do you have a daily mantra that you practice? <gasps> yeah. Well, it's not. This isn't a daily mantra, but it's always like somewhere in the back of my mind. Um, I always say hope. Hold on. P- p- pain ends. That's kind of like that's kind of my mantra. Hold on to what? Hope. Hold on. Pain ends. Pain ends. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like you can get through it. Yeah. You can get through it. So that is always like that's, you know, or God, you know keep me on this side of the grass, like one more day. I just do a lot of, you know, like like prayer or I say the serenity prayer. I do too. Like pretty much like all day, every day. That's That's, my favorite thing. That's the best. The prayer, the Mm -hmm. serenity prayer. If you don't know it, Google it. It's everywhere. And, um, but Nicole said this to me, she said, delete the need to understand everything. We don't need to understand everything. Some things just are. Wow. Okay, yes. let me repeat that. Yeah, do it again. Delete the need to understand everything. Mm-hmm. We don't need to understand everything. Some things just, just are. are. And Powerful. Yeah. And she goes, okay, now I want you to pack your bag, get back up to Laguna, finish Christmas Eve, celebrate Christmas Eve. With and family. Yeah, with my family, with our family. And it's like, just, just enjoy and um, and at that very moment, I made the decision to withdraw from UCSD okay. because had I not, where you were supposed to be. Yeah, had I not, I would have gone against my grain. I would have um, been totally out of alignment. And so, mm, so important. We all have that thing in our gut called tuition, right? <laughs> Women's <laughs> exactly. tuition. You ever hear, hear about men having that? Right? Do you? No. Someone no. said that from stage. All, I thought that was brilliant. It's all. It's you all. Ever heard about men's intuition? No. Women, <laughs> Women. we have it. Use you, it. You have to listen, listen to it. Yes. You know, it's it's if something doesn't feel right, it's not it's right. Not. Right? That's not right. Well, I think that's the Holy Spirit. Personally, that's what I've identified that as. Seriously. Telling you and. It's taking me. care of you, protecting you. Yeah, like from something a ain't bad right. move. Yeah, yeah. Had I stayed at UCSD, you who probably knows? Jumped off that freaking bridge. Totally, <laughs> totally. It's a big bridge, you guys. And had it not been, yeah, it's like two hundred and seventy-five feet or something like that. Did you even know that? <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? <getting> <laughs> the fact that I even know that. Yeah, scary. I did my measurements, whatever. Um, so you know, really, it, it just just listen to listen to you know your body, listen to your brain, just listen to who you are. Because again, had I not listened to that, had that had I not heard that family, I'd still be there. Had I not taken action, I'd be dead. Wow. Yeah. 
so then I, uh, I decided to withdraw from UCSD. I, I battled with, you know, San Marcos for a while, the Cal State San Marcos, and then Nicole was killed. And that was in 1994. That's and the year I got sober. Really? Yeah. Yes, I remember seeing um, the, the chase. Oh, yeah. The you white, shared that with, with me. With the white bronc on them. Yeah. Forget that. Yeah. It was actually in a women's rehab thing. There, I was there for one week and that was on the TV. At like, uh, Oh, my God. It was so surreal. It was like it, was, it wasn't even real. That whole story and that that was the biggest viral, I think, probably still today. Still today, yeah. Is it really? Still, yeah. Oh, I, we we get messages, private messages, Facebook messages. I mean, you you name it, emails. People going through my website, getting in touch with me. If it wasn't for your sister, I don't know where I'd be. Um, oh. Yeah, and you know, it's women would say my abusive partner would always say, you know, I'm going to do an OJ on you. If you, if you ever leave me right now, I have a girlfriend of mine who's basically being held hostage in Palm Springs. I mean, it's just, it's really, it's, it's a real thing. And so if you find yourself even in it, in any kind so of do you control, speak on domestic violence. Okay. Yeah. So now it's all making sense. That's your mess became now is exactly exactly to help other women my friend cara who is on here actually she says what's what's the changing point for you she talks a lot about domestic violence and all that as well oh good good oh renee sotil is on here hey renee she yeah. she wrote the i remember nicole video so check oh. that out on youtube i remember nicole okay so after when nicole was killed or when nicole was killed we were th- i mean like i said we're a private beach family we were thrust into this media circus Yes. immediately and you know i how just devastating oh it was just nobody prepares you for this how could they because That's... to to us it was just oj to us it was like nicole we did not realize like how big this was because to us he was just a family member you know right but it was so relatable to the entire world and i just remember sitting in the living room and my mom holding my hand saying when she saw nicole at the bottom of the stairs she says and she was like squeezing my hand and she goes, mm-hmm. that's my kid. That's my kid. So anytime mm-hmm. I, I see the news, I don't care how bad that person was. I don't care how bad that person like is. Regardless, it is somebody's child. So I was going to say there's a family attached to that. There's a that. family attached to that. Mm-hmm. So be mindful of that before we judge. There's always, you know, there's always a family attached, a sister, a brother, a mom or dad right. and a, or and a dad. And uh, so that lasted for what two years, probably the trial. I, I don't even know how long it lasted. I seemed like forever. Yeah, and you know, again, I was being told, "Don't you know our whole family? Don't speak. Don't you know gag orders? What to wear? What to say? When to show up? I mean, it was really? just oh, there was a lot of there was a lot of chaos, a lot of chaos. Hence the reason I was going to say I just I just <laughs> really looked down at that very moment. This is her book, you guys. Yeah, you can find that on uh, on my website at tinybrown.net. There you go. And I'll personally sign it for you. And this it, yeah, that was yours. And so, you know, again, fast forward because we all kind of lived through 1994 with the murder of Nicole. Um, but then in... Uh, but she got away with. Yeah, he got away with it. How does that even happen? I, you know... Are you I, guys I still from, devastated over that? I mean, I can't n- even imagine. I think when, you know, again, if you're rich and famous, I think you can get away with a lot of stuff. Murder, literally. You can get away with murder. <laughs> literally, that's right? the same. It's a show. <laughs> How to get away with murder. Well, Yeah, there you right? go. There you go. Wow. <laughs> you literally can get away with murder. And, but I think my mom, we were in Garcetti's office after, after the trial 
And she said after the verdict and she just sat there very stoically and she says, well, kids, it is what it is. It is what it is. And I was like, a lot of people think that's so cliche, but there's real power in it because if you don't have control over it, you've got to accept it. It's called acceptance. That's what I was just going to say. It's like, it goes back to the serenity prayer that we were talking about. Right. And that just stayed with me. So, you know, a lot of people think that that statement is a cop out and it's not like, it is what it is. Like there's nothing you can do about it. It is what it is. And she said, okay, we got to go down. You know, again, we have to go home to pick up the kids because he's a free man. Right. Well, instead of going down to Laguna to pick up his kids because he's a free man and he's got kids, he's a dad. He ended right. up having a soiree at Rockingham to celebrate his victory. Right. Oh so you, you said that's narcissistic. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Honestly. But it goes back to acceptance. You know, again, we're talking 27 years later. Right. Okay. So it's, it, there's been a lot of processing, a lot of, you know, Oh yeah, for the whole family. Yeah, exactly. And the world had to deal with that. And they still do. And they still do. Isn't that amazing? Domestic violence will never go away. I firmly firmly believe that. What an impact that whole thing. If it wasn't for Nicole, you know, she's not here. So we have to use the people who aren't here to spread their message. Correct. That's right. Right. So it's like let's use let's use Nicole. For positive. Right? Mm -hmm. Let's educate so we can help kids and help women and you know, the families who are, who are like trapped in these, in these relationships. We didn't know what Renee domestic said, violence was. Renee's time to read your oh. book. <laughs> yeah. You're so cute, Renee. Good read. Important, revealing, inspiring. Oh, thank and you. He's a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he Tell is. how you really feel, Renee. Yes, he is. Well, hello. But, but you know what? It's like. It, it is what it, it is. It is what it is. And at the end so, of the day, he's the children's dad. And we just learned to accept that. And and I firmly believe the biggest mistake you can do is talk bad about the other person's partner because parents, at the yeah. yeah at the end at the end of the day it's dad and there's nothing you can do about it. Right, it is what it is. So that was in 1994. Fast forward to 2000, and you'll appreciate this story. Um, my friend Troy died in a cliff diving accident. He was like the brother I never had, mm-hmm. and that's when my faith was tested. Ah, okay. And I don't know about anybody who's watching or who's listening. I'm telling you, if you if you have no faith and you hate God, and it's like, wait a second, it's like you question him because he took my friend after his addiction. He got well, you know, and then he died. And I was like, this doesn't make any that sense. That doesn't make sense, right? That's, doesn't make sense. That's a tough one. That's a big test. And I was angry. Mm-hmm. I was excuse my language. I was pissed off. I was gray. Like my life was zapped out of me. Probably blaming God. Why? September 7th, 2000. I'm at the intersection of Greenfield and Crown Valley here mm-hmm. in Laguna Niguel. I know it. And my mom goes, you She asked me, she goes, did you call your friend to wish her a happy birthday? And I'm like, no, I'm like, I don't care. And my mom said, you need to go talk to Troy's family. You need to talk to the, you need to go talk to them. And like you need like she saw the hole that I went through with Harissa right. with my friend she didn't want that to happen and again. she didn't want that to happen again. And she was seeing it happen. I was going into that tornado going spiraling again. down. Mm-hmm. That's what happens, guys. If you don't if you don't cope with acknowledge it, acknowledge it, right? take do the work. And so I went to uh, quickly I went to his family and, and I opened up the door and they're smiling and they're they're peaceful. And I'm like, what the heck are you guys on? Like, is there a pill? Is there a shot? <sighs> I'm like, what, what is Give it? it to me. <laughs> Give it to me. Like, 
like he was just my friend. He's your kid, right? right? Wow. And they said, it's the Holy Spirit. Wow. And I was born and raised Catholic. Okay. So I was like, okay, you know, sit, stand, kneel. All I got was like a really good butt workout. Glutes. <laughs> Glutes. Sit, stand, Sit, stand, kneel. Sit, stand, kneel. I mean, not to dog any religions, but I did. I wasn't relating to it anymore. Right. I understand. And, uh, and they came in or they invited me in and they prayed over me and I literally fell. They prayed over me and wow. It was, okay. it was That's the, the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, I see oh yeah, it was like, it was just, everything came out of me and I was like, oh, I was so like, like you almost like healing. Like I could cry right now. Yeah, like I I'm just, too. Wow. It, it was just so, oh, it was so, it was so peaceful. Mm. And, uh, the following October I got baptized at Coast Hills church nice. and, um, and, but if it wasn't for Troy, it, it, who it was knows? Like your angel. Yeah. So then, uh, another tragedy happened. But this Gosh, was, woman. this is what, this launched is what the book. launched okay. the book. So, um, how are we triumphs, on time? It's called Triumphs Over Tragedies. Yes. These things happen. Yes. It's a real thing. It's triumphs a real thing. Triumphs Over Tragedies. And that you're supposed to write a book about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it goes, you have to. <laughs> you have to. But I There's said, a book in everybody. We know that. That's where so many people are launching and, and books. I, and I always say, if you have a story and you don't do what Lauren and I yeah, do. Get it like, out. Share it with us so that we can share your experience with other people. Right. Because there's somebody who will relate to your story. Not oh. everybody will relate to ours, right? But there's going to be somebody who relates to yours. Correct. So tell people like us so then we can get on a platform and share your story, you know, anonymously, of course. So in 2004, uh, my wedding was canceled four days before. Why? Uh, he got cold feet. Oh, he did? Yeah, okay. he got cold feet. And... We battled back and forth and it, it was just like, yeah, yeah, I just was like, what, whatever. And he canceled the day that I picked up my wedding dress. Oh, nice guy. <laughs> my luck, right? Dang, girl. So, uh, my friend Wanda actually. You like, were meant to go through all these things so yes. to be strong and powerful for other women. Absolutely. I absolutely, totally wholeheartedly just sitting next to you right now. I think that all these things happen for you. Yeah. Not to you. Yeah. Or against us. Right. For these reasons mm-hmm. to it's show and have other women walk through and realize that they can do it too. Exactly. That's and you're whole- not alone. So if you're part of that club, let me know. We can start. Yeah. <laughs> she's here for you. you got to read her book. Yes. So, uh, what, so for one month I went into full self destruction, like popping my Klonopin. I, I didn't know how to handle anxiety at that time. I had no coping skills still. And so here in Orange County, back in the day, right? Pop a pill. You'll feel that. Right? Okay. So here I go. I go to the psych. He gives me clonopin. And I'm not I don't even t- know what that is. Oh, it's an anti-anxiety. It basically can take down an elephant. It's like, it's, it's just a crazy, crazy oh, drug. Wow. And, um, and so, but I wasn't taking it as prescribed. And I was drinking my red wine on top of it. Here we go. And I was so angry again, just angry and dark. And I'm like, and then my mom's like, you know, my kid's going crazy over losing a guy. And I'm like, no, I, I said something else is going it's on. Deeper. Yeah, I, I deeper. don't know what's happening, but wow. this is something different. And she even hit me because when my wedding was canceled, the, he didn't cancel. I found out from Tivoli Terrace. So oh. my face, I guess, started falling and I started turning blue and my mom's hitting me. I didn't even know. She it's told like, me this. Like Carrie from Sex in the City. Right? <laughs> right? right? Exactly. Remember that scene? Yes. Yeah, big, big guy in the limo and drove away. Drove He's away. trying to call her, call her. <laughs> it's crazy. So 
This is real stuff, you this guys. This is real stuff. And your life is like a movie. Oh, it's, I want it. I actually. Are they, why they would make a movie of your? I I life. hit somebody up at Asylum Entertainment, and and he was like, "It's not really a story," but I I was like, "Maybe if somebody out there wants to make a movie, we can do it." Yeah. So. This is a Big yeah. stuff. Man. So it was on uh, October 9th, October 9th, 2004. We're sitting in my living room. We had a family friend of ours over and he he, he absolutely like drives me crazy every single time he comes over. It's like, he, he just, I mean, he's a lovely soul, but he's just like so just intense and like fast and just New York. He's just very New York, okay. right? Just well. very, very fast and intense. And he said something, I don't even remember what it was, but he, it's in my book, but I don't like off the top of my head. I don't remember. Got to read the book. Got to read the book. And, uh, and I got up now I'm, I'm almost 5'11". My family is like all short. Okay? Really? Yeah. Dad's 5'8". Mom's 5'5". Five five. Yeah. So everybody yeah, was she's little. tall. You guys, I made her take her shoes off on the red carpet. <laughs> I look like a, a little person. <laughs> And I'm not at all. And I'm always sitting down so people don't realize how tall I am. Yeah, you're tall. So I got I got up with like all my power. Ooh. And I just, I went to my dad to my left. I almost hit my dad. I blamed my mom and my dad for Nicole's murder. Where the hell that came from? I have no idea. Wow. I went, I was like, I'm out of here. I disengaged from, from, the moment and that that experience is in is in my book i went to the living room i went through the living room and denise grabbed me by the shoulders now denise is intense right we all we, we all have seen her she grabbed me by the shoulders and i mean it was loud like the first chapter of my book is called and the oscar goes to okay because, I like that. <laughs> because, like, because it was dramatic and yeah there were f-bombs going and it was just it was painful and wow nuts and but i was i was spiraling big time and grabbed. she grabbed me and she said you need coping skills I'm like what the instead heck are, of that cope copeland or whatever that's right <laughs> like what the heck are coping skills and she's like i don't know but you need to go figure it out. i don't know <laughs> you need to go figure it out i go where do i find i mean it was like this whole like 30 seconds that seemed 10 minutes and I was like forget you and I went to my room and I grabbed my Klonopin I poured the whole bottle in my hand and I grabbed my bottle of red wine and I was already loaded and um and I as I went like this with the whole bottle of Klonopin in my hand my sister Dominique came in and threw my hand out and she goes what the heck are you doing oh, wow. I managed to take four but I was like she just had she not walked in at that very moment. Second, yes. Who knows where I'd be right now? So what maybe led a, me to that point? Maybe with your sister. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Right. God, Holy Spirit, right? Sister, who who knows? Um, but at that very moment, I said, get me the heck out of here. So the lesson is disengage mm. from the things that bring you stress, face your grief as it shows up in your life. Because had I done that, mm. I never would have hit that rock bottom. Well, that's what they say. I mean, in all addiction programs, right? Once you hit rock bottom, that's when you that's when you it. Make the decision, yeah. But it's kind of sad that you have to go to such lows. Oh, it was it was really know, low before you make that conscious decision exactly. and decide, and then you start doing the, the work. The work, yeah. So don't wait, you guys. Don't if wait. You feel that you have anything, any issues that you're not dealing with, yeah. and stuffing them down, or you know, hiding with food, drugs, alcohol, whatever it may be, taking those 
crazy elephant pills, oh, whatever. I don't know. That was <laughs> nuts. Don't even take them. I mean, Someone don't said even they're no joke on here. Yeah, they're no joke. I mean, we give it to like, you know, I worked in hospice for a while and, you know, hospice patients get clonopin, you know, a lot wow. of the time to bring down their, their anxiety. Um, so anyway, that's my, not the way to deal with things. It's, no, it's to you have feel. To, yeah, you have to. And I didn't feel grieve and, and go through the process, however long that takes. Whatever that looks like for you. Yeah, to get to the other side and just know and have that hope that you were saying and pray about it, ask for help, and and get around people that are there to support you. Right. These things they're they're so basic, but they're people forget. Yes. To get or they're help, sh- or they're scared, or they have that or they're shame embarrassed. or guilt. Yeah, right? that's ridiculous. Yeah, things they're just embarrassed. Happen. It's called life. I was embarrassed, you know. But if had I not been with my family, but it is what it is. That it was is, your reality. It is what it but is. But you're here right? to speak about it. That's pretty courageous. Exactly. I Thank think. you. Yeah, that's Thank a lot you. to deal with. It's, t- it's telling your stories to to what's happening right now and all these dark moments you've had in yeah. your life. And you know, yeah, you're this you know famous family and all these things, but you were just a real family. I'm a, I'm dealing, a person. I'm a human being. Yes. Right? Dealing with real life issues. And yeah. you've had more than most. I mean, Oh, it's like, gosh, it's, from the first, oh, I mean, that's a lot of it's, tragedy. It's a lot of tragedy. But they say, you know, God gives you not more than you can handle. Yeah. So, well, so I can't have, handle more. So you have very big shoulders. That's I can't what I handle say more. Too. That's why my shoulders are so big. I handle a lot too. <laughs> like you got a lot on your plate, Lauren. I'm, I'm like, like, I don't want any more Louis Vuitton under my eyes. Like I can only handle so much. <laughs> Botox is for. Right. Exactly. It's all good. It's all good. It's a remedy for everything. <laughs> But you have to seek it out. You right. know what I mean? And just seek the help and, and ask for it. And it's not about holding on to guilt and shame. Those are things and stress. Will, those are things that will kill you. There's psychiatrists. There's doctors. There's, there's therapists. There's don't so- take that pill, though. Whatever. Don't take that. Yeah. That, <laughs> Do not that's take not the that. answer. You have to talk it out and, <laughs> and get And some- feel it. So the next day, um, my sister admitted me. I went willfully to South Coast Medical, which is now Mission Laguna. And I yes. was there for 10 days inside. Um, and that's when I went. Well, I was sitting in I was sitting in class. I didn't look at it as therapy groups or anything. I was there to be a student. Like if I'm not learn. I'm not walking out the same person that came in. Right. And I've always been a student. And so I I sat in class and that and one day and my my OT occupational therapist was saying something. And that's what inspired me to finish my bachelor's, get my master's. Oh, good for you. But then after the 10 days, it was highly suggested. That I go into an outpatient program, a partial hospitalization, and I was there for two and a half months. Okay. So for to, all together, but lucky you had the opportunity to do that. That's a gift. Yeah. That's not like a sentencing. That is, no, that it was a, a gift. A gift that you're able to get that kind yeah, of Yeah, exactly. But there is help for people that they don't have the finances or the means. They still could get support. Oh, and and right? let's yeah. And you can talk to people like you. Yeah. You, you I do coaching people. and I yes, counsel. Yes, there you go. So I'm talking but about I also know people. people like who who need to go deeper. That mm-hmm. is beyond my scope. But I, oh my God, there's so many free resources out there. There's so many people who can help you that so that work with know. you financially. Yes, yes absolutely. So um so anyway then I here I am I'm taking care of my dad who had Alzheimer's. This is after you know after everything. And my book isn't written yet, but I was in graduate school at the time and caregiving for my dad with Alzheimer's for a total of eight years. My mom's going through stage three C breast cancer at the same time. And I get this Facebook. It, it, Facebook isn't what it, what it is today, right? Back then. Right. So Jody Barber, I don't know if you know Jody Barber. She's a, so. she's a she's uh, a she's like the Orange County mama against drug aware. Like she's all for drug awareness, like her, her son. Her son uh, overdosed on, say, um, yeah. on Apana, and she found That's him on That becomes the- her mission, you see. 
those That's tragedies right. turn into missions, yes. right? We started the foundation, the Nicole Brown Foundation, which go. we no longer have from that tragedy. Yes. So, uh, so I, I, I saw on Jody's Facebook page, I'm like, my God, there's so much depression. There's so much anxiety, suicide. I mean, with kids too. I'm like, yes, what is this? And then I was like, oh my God, I have a story, but I wasn't ready to share it. Then I get a random email within like that week. And I'm like, okay, but God. Nothing's random. Nothing's <laughs> random. I'm nothing's like, okay, random. God. No mistake. There's something happening here. Uh, from William Croyle, who is the co-writer of my book. And he said, have you ever thought of writing your story? Nice. Like, I don't have a story. My story's no different than any other. Are you kidding? <laughs> I'm still blown away for you to take it all in. <laughs> my gosh, I'm like... But so anyway, I have no idea any of this stuff, you guys. So mm -hmm. this is pretty amazing that she's sharing this with us. I appreciate that. And that was and the inspiration all. of my book from that, from that random email from William Croyle in, I think it, he lived in uh, Kentucky and it was written in, it was, I signed the contract in Cincinnati after a speaking engagement and boom, there we go. So I'm very candid in this book. I, I share pictures. Yeah, I pictures. begin every, every chapter with a journal entry from when I was going through my hard times, but at the end it's of the book, vulnerable. Oh, I'm totally like, that's why we relate. Yeah, exactly. I came off stage and she's like, Oh my gosh, I love how vulnerable you were. <laughs> you were so real. Just be it's honest. Just so, uh, yeah. But you gotta be ready. You've got to be well, ready. Yeah, it's not easy. This yeah. stuff is easy to say. It's but not it's for not everyone. Easy to do. But, no, you know, it's not. in time, in time, you just got to pray about it. But in the back of the Exercise book. Exercise nutrition. Look at that. Right. She has a chapter on that. Exercise. Oh, look at your. Oh, thing. hold on. Pain ends. I love See, your guy. I love his. That was I awesome. That's right. So, in the back of my book, I have 12 tools because I wanted to give the readers some, you know, life sucks right now. What can I do to get out of this? And okay. so these are just like, you know, simple strategies that you can do. But so where do they find that? Um, it's in the back of the book. Um, so they have to get the book first. So we have the link for that. Right. So there it is tanyabrown.net. But I'll share like. slash about. Yep. This is also a podcast. Oh, good. So good. yes. So that's Tanya Brown is T-A-N-Y-A Brown net forward slash about that's where the book is then you can get the tips right in the book is and this is also on audio have you done that yet? no i haven't oh gosh girl we'll talk <laughs> i don't know how to do that <laughs> i did it it's, it's, it was quite an experience yeah. but look how similar we have very similar yes. stories and it's awesome yeah isn't it great? we're gonna trade books here exactly this is gonna be fun so um yes, so we're almost at the we're actually at the, oh, top we're at of the, the hour oh we are you shoot. have so much well, that's why i wanted i, I wanted know to make sure. there's so much well, we're gonna have you back okay good because that's because i have an assault to talk about i have a lot to talk about so second, yeah you do the second part there you go it's ready to help oh yay thank you this is so good <laughs> <laughs> i know my wow. guests are always amazed <laughs> it's with, amazing so yeah, no, I just go like this and it happens. But I wanted to, I wanted to give you this little blue ribbon from oh, yes. right from Sparky. Yes, I love her. It says who I am makes a difference, yes, and um, and I want to honor yeah, you. Everywhere you this. go, there you are. Everywhere you go, there you are. And oh, I'm, I'm going to get one. You're going to get one. Yay! And I just want to honor you just for sharing your story, being courageous, Thank being you. who you are, because you're just awesome, and I love your blue eyes. <laughs> I wish I had them. Goes with my blue ribbon. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> So anyway, you who you are does make a difference, and who you are makes a difference, and um, and you're not in this thing called life alone. So if you need help, I'm very uh, I'm I'm you know open to to anyone. So if you need help, just reach out. You're not you're not alone. Right. You can follow her on here, 
She's a friend of mine now, so you guys can always find her. This will be on the podcast, which is on everywhere. We're on all the channels. Awesome. So there you go. Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Pandora, Stitcher. Wow. Just to name a few. This is also on the YouTube channel. There you go. Very cool. Yep. I need to hire him. You're going to be everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if you'd like to be a guest on my show, there's my book, Beneath the Muscle. Yes. Unleash Your Inner Champion. We are all champions. If you want to work with myself and be a guest on my show, go to powerhourtv.com forward slash guest. Fill out the application. My team will take a look at it. Not to miss anything that's happening on, on the, the show or in my world, just text the word POWERS, P-O-W-E-R-S, text the word POWERS to 888-907-2480. If you'd like to see more of Tanya, let's bring her back. I'm sure we've had- <laughs> There's a, a lot more. There's a lot more. <laughs> like, I want to know more. There you go. And there, you, and this is my gift for you guys to be listening. It's your 15-day powerful guide, your faith and fitness from me. It's a lot of fun. PowerHourTV.com forward slash power workout calendar. That's free for all the listeners on podcast. If you're watching, you can scan it right there. Get your phone out. Oh, I don't have it with me. It's uh, over okay. there. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I'll hook you up later. But you can scan that. Get your free calendar from me. It's fun. We're constantly updating that. I've got an um, in-home power hour show for fitness and nutrition. I am your faith and fitness queen. There you go. Jump on a call with me, you guys. It's free for being one of my listeners. You can also scan me there. The QR code is there. It makes it super easy to book some time with me. I'm here for you as well as my girlfriend here, Tanya. We're here for you. We're, that's why we're sisters here in faith. Yep. We're here to serve. We've been through a lot between the two of us. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. We got to write a book. <laughs> yeah, it's together, right? Dan Kennedy said we make a good team. It's oh, very sweet. hey, Dan. So there you go. It's living with stress. You can get some 24 um, self-care tips on there. Um, I'm doing coaching. I'm going to start doing masterminds and, you know, just getting going on it again. Yeah. yeah we got to team up a little bit because yeah. it's about mental and physical fitness. Yeah, absolutely. It's both. It takes both. Yeah. So you have to be strong in your mind. Everybody talks about mindset, including it's myself. strong in here. And strong in there, right? <laughs> Feel yeah. it before it goes away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> I got you, girl. We're going to go work out. We're going to go have some lunch. We're going to go celebrate. Um, sharing her story. I'm very proud of her. I'm very honored to know you, my dear. Yay. Oh, love you lots. This has been yeah. great. Absolutely. Had it not been for that bathroom, we probably wouldn't That's have been right. connected. That's right. Yes. Kara, <laughs> who's on the show right now, she was actually there. Okay. Cara, yeah. She was in the bathroom with us. That was funny. You never know you're going to meet at Women's Empowerment. So support your women, empower women. My new name is Lauren Empowers. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> Tanya L. Brown. This is another episode of the Power Hour. What a way to come back strong and fierce because that's who we are. So I want you guys to be, stay with me, be strong, be, strong, be, be fierce, uh, be, be fierce, fierce and, and be you. you. Boom! Isn't it powerful? Join us again for another Power Hour with Lauren Powers. To listen to other episodes and to know more about the show, go to PowerHourTV.com. That's P-O-W-E-R-H-O-U-R-T-V.com. Be strong, be fierce, and be you. Boom.